Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right, so here we are. Today is Monday. It's April the 5th of 2021. I do have to comment on clothes. I know maybe I shouldn't do that at this point, but... You do like to do that, though. No, but you look very Easter-ish. I do? Did you realize you had, like, a baby Yoda Easter egg on your shirt? <laughs> no, but um, I guess I am kind of pastelish, aren't I? You're very much celebrating the holiday. All right, I'll just keep celebrating. So, there you go. Hope your Easter was great. Hope you guys got to do an Easter egg hunt yeah. or eat some ham. How pretty was it? That was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I realized as we were doing Easter, well, it was really, I didn't realize it. It was explained to me, you know, we didn't do an Easter meal. And I thought, oh my gosh, we didn't. Hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people do big, you know, hams and stuff like that. Yeah. Why didn't you? I had Greek gyro. (laughs) 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 Nothing says Easter like a gyro. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's what I did, though. Because uh, when I was like, I don't know, man, that sounds really good. And Kyle wanted these uh, lamb kebabs. And I'm like, yeah, nothing. Lamb kebabs. Yeah, he's a he's a fan of lamb. Because a, a lot of, uh, how old is he? He's 11. A lot of 11-year-olds want lamb kebabs. That's all I want, Dad. It's just a lamb kebab. <laughs> okay, guy. Wow. Yeah, we've Some messed mutton. up. Hmm. We've really messed up on this whole yeah. thing. Hmm. You know, he's a very expensive child. <laughs> Half the time, his lunch or dinner is more expensive than mine. Wow. So we're going to have to break him down. I remember when, you know... <clears throat> And I won't say it was my family, but I remember when some parents would eat really good and the kids would eat bad. Right. The kids would get spam. The parents would get like a nice meal. Yeah, they have a filet. Mm-hmm. Their kids eating some mac and cheese. Right. Uh, so today again is, what is it, April the 5th? It's actually First Contact Day, which I had to research like what that means. And the vision behind First Contact Day is uh, if we look ahead 42 years, we will meet aliens in this life form. In the year 2063. All right. If we can hang on. So, I mean, we can hang on. Surely we can hang on, right? E.T., here we go. I was thinking E.T. or uh, the Avatar. Zoe Saldana from Avatar. Oh. Let me set with that one, too. Okay, yeah. I don't want a scary alien. Right. I want an attractive alien. (laughs) She was good looking in the... uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Gamora, Gamora. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd invite her over, too. So, there you go. Uh, It's also National Go for Broke Day. You might as well go for all you can. Because, I mean, why not? Sure. Just throw it out there, see what happens. Uh, National Read a Roadmap Day, which I can't tell you the last time I actually <laughs> read a roadmap because I was bad at those. Me either. And they intimidated me. Mm-hmm. But I was doing a wrestling event in, I can't remember the city, either Jackson, Tennessee or Jackson, Mississippi. It was one of the two. And a buddy of mine, Jim Cornette, shows up. And he's like, hey, I'm going to move my truck around. You want to ride with me? I'm like, just to move your truck? And he's like, yeah, we'll move my truck. And then as he was moving his truck, I got in the front seat with him and I realized that there was a road atlas there. And I'm like, Jimmy, you still use this? Wait, was it the big book or like the folded up um, Kelly, Rand McNally, Roadmap of the World. Oh, wow. It was in volumes. And I'm like, you still use this? (laughs) And I had a number of expletives that explained to me why they were so much better than trying to rely on a computer to do that. Could you imagine trying to see a roadmap today? No, but literally this was 2015. Oh. And he still had it. And it was massive. Wow. It almost took up the whole passenger seat. Uh, so what else is today? It's uh, National Flash Drive Day. Uh, it's also National Deep Dish Pizza Day, mm. which I was reading this debate. What's more popular, do you think, in America? What do you think is more popular? Is it deep dish pizza or is it thin crust? I'm going to say it's deep dish, but my favorite's thin. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. See, deep dish barely edges out thin crust as, as the most popular. Mm. And I think for most people, it's probably the same way I process it. Yeah, the thin crust tastes good, but I feel like I might not get as full on the thin crust, and I feel like I might not be getting my money's worth. <laughs> totally get it. The extra quarter of an mm-hmm. inch of crust makes me really feel like I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird? Uh-huh. All no. right. So that's how the day starts. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, y'all. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly brings up to me, we talked about how today is a national read a roadmap day. Most of us use GPS and I even used it over the weekend. I was going and I wanted to make sure I got to the best spot and all that stuff. Um, but she was bringing up like, what about older people, somebody elderly who is already maybe at a disadvantage driving uh, and all of a sudden they have to read roadmap. Right. Like, here's the thing. I remember being in the in the car with my grandparents and my granddad opening up the this because it's folded 700 times. The paper method, the yes. cheap paper maps. And then you open it up and the roadmap is bigger than the, the space in the car. Oh, yeah. And you think that it's bad to text and drive. These people were driving with huge pieces of paper where they couldn't see out and yeah. then trying to find out where what road to turn on. Crazy. Yeah. It's craziness. <laughs> and that was normal back yeah. then. Yeah. You know, we've learned. And now all of a sudden, for all of us who want to complain about technology, like I had my uh, my watch, my Apple watch on. And the thing was like buzzing me when it was time to take exits. Like, here, turn here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back then it's like, oh, gosh, we missed it. Right. And you're looking at the map and doing all these different things. It's almost like you see people and uh, we have a coworker who still puts that thing up over the the uh, windshield. To oh, keep to the block heat out. The sun, yeah. yeah, that's what the roadmap looked like as you're driving down the road. You are <laughs> driving down the road 55 miles per hour in the day, and that thing is blocking your view. Some people doubled the roadmap. They would use it as a roadmap and as the sun blocker. Might as well. Yeah. Golly, that's crazy when you go back and think about that. But anyway, memories of the old days. You young kids out there will never have to know the struggle of opening up a roadmap in the car while you're moving down the highway. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So the year was 1987 and George Strait had the number one song in country music on this day. I got some ocean property in Arizona. From my front porch you can see the sea. I got some ocean front property in Arizona. You'll buy that, I'll throw the golden gate in free. George Strait, 87. Always like this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some oceanfront property in Arizona, Miss Elliot. Ah, that's bogus. <laughs> that ain't real. Wait, huh? Yeah. The number of number one hits for George Strait. It's a crazy number. You see him at concert, it is one hit. The ground you walk on I never have And that's a fact I won't follow I'll try to find you Nope Cause I don't love you Now if you'll buy that One more time I got some Oceanfront property In Arizona I got some ocean front 
can see the sea. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. If you buy that, I'll throw the Golden Gate in free. Yep, this song was number one 34 years ago. If you buy that, I'll throw the Golden Gate in free. That's crazy, right? 34 years ago. George Straits. Oceanfront property, number one on this day in 1987. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us. And <laughs> as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Ar- Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha, gotcha. What y'all don't see on the other side of the board is him laughing hysterically. I'm not laughing. <clears throat> okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hey, gotcha gossip on Taylor Swift. She has revealed the track listing for her upcoming album. So the album is going to be Fearless, Taylor's version, the re-recorded album of the one she put out in 2008. The album comes out on Friday. Uh, a couple of big uh, things we know about this is a number of collaborations. Keith Urban's going to be on there. Maren Morris is going to be on there. And Colby Calais is going to be there as well doing a collaboration. A total of 27 tracks. And again, it comes out. Taylor's re-recorded Fearless album comes out on Friday. Got you gossip on Justin Bieber. So Justin's last full-length album, Justice, came out two weeks ago. But he gave his fans on Easter uh, a present early, or actually surprised them on Easter with a new album called uh, Freedom, and it has six songs on it. So he dropped the album on Easter on purpose because it's a gospel-inspired album. He posted the track list along with the first song on the album called Freedom. Here's Justin Bieber. Mm, The devil is a liar. The story's already written. Children, you are forgiven. Yeah, ain't nothing you could do for you to change that. And everything you did, he erased that. Yeah, he took it on through it in the wasteland. Freedom, don't it feel good? New stuff from Justin Bieber. Again, it's called Freedom, and it's by Justin Bieber. It's out now. I got your gossip and some sad gossip today on the rap star DMX. Woo! Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in so DMX up is known for this song. Y'all gonna make me the court's out today. The DMX is on life support. Evidently, he suffered a heart attack, which they believe might have been caused by an overdose. Uh, and they say that, according to sources, that he's in a vegetative state with both lung and brain failure. Hmm. So uh, if you're a fan of DMX, if you've listened to the music, supported him over the years, uh, send your thoughts to him as he's uh, in critical condition today. Got you gossip on Ray J. Jean Page. <laughs> so news broke over the weekend that the Duke of Hastings is officially leaving the Netflix show Bridgerton, and he's not even going to finish season two. He's not gonna, even going to do season two. That's crazy. Yeah. To me. So he broke his silence after it was announced that he was leaving Bridgerton after just one season. He went to Twitter following the announcement to thank his Bridgerton family. He said it was an honor to be a member of the family on and off screen. Thank the fans. Now, there's people that are heartbroken over this because he was kind of the main guy on that show that everybody went crazy uh, for. Yeah, I've heard that. And so I guess he's just kind of like, you know, I guess while I'm, you know, 
doing really well, maybe I should try to do something different. Now, if I was him, I would have stayed for at least one more season. Yeah, ride that out at least one more season just to make sure right. that it wasn't like, you know. The next big whatever. Yeah, because people move on pretty quickly. I yeah. mean, I get that he wants to get out while he can. Mm-hmm. At the And maybe it's a contract deal. Yeah. Maybe he was originally signed for the initial uh, season and they didn't know if there was going to be a second one. Right. The money wasn't right. We don't know all the way what's happening mm-hmm. with that. But leaving when it's really red hot, that's kind of different. Yep. So anyway, he was on SNL, too, a couple of weeks ago. And he did really good and was funny. Yeah. He's got the smolder down, all that kind of stuff. And you called him the what? Uh, the Duke. The Duke. That's that's what he's called the on Duke the Duke of show. Hastings? Yes. Yeah. I was the renter of Hastings when they were in business. Were you? Yeah, video games, movies, <laughs> all that stuff. I don't know if that's the same thing, but hmm, mm. I'm not sure either. Of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was talking to Kelly when I got here this morning and I'm like, hey, um, how was your weekend? Did you have a good Easter weekend? And she said, essentially, all she did was work this weekend. So what do you do to work on the weekends? What's your weekend work look like? Well, Saturday, I mean, I worked at our comic shop. And then we also had, uh, we throw birthday parties at our um, karate school, too. So Joey and I, my husband, we helped (laughs) do uh, a birthday party. We did that. And then so we got home late Saturday night. And then Sunday was Easter. Uh, We did not have our kids this weekend. We're a split family. So they were with the other side this weekend. Um, So we slept in late. But there was something about the weather. There's something about the weather with me and my husband. make us want to go outside it makes us want to do projects like finish projects you know what i'm saying i think maybe when it's raining outside or if it's kind of whatever it's more of like a i don't know a mood down or you just kind of want to watch tv or whatever Mm. but there's something about it being nice outside that makes me want to finish projects so did you open up the windows, enjoy the sun, yep. and all of a sudden everything was all good? All of it, yes. What kind of project did you uh, take on? I don't really want to tell you. No, go ahead. Because we've been doing this project for a little bit of a, no, a second. tell me. Now, I don't even think I want to know because I think it's the same thing you've told me you've been doing for years. Well, <laughs> it's been a little over a year now, and it's the same thing. Kelly, is your house as big as the White House? No. No, Kelly, are but- you are you painting your home with uh, watercolor brushes? <laughs> no, but let me explain. So when we first moved in, everything was black. All the trim, all the doors, like black, 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 black. Like you did that or somebody else did that? We did it and it was awesome. So when you first moved in, it wasn't black. Right. It, so you, we you did took it. it there. Correct. The Adams family moves in. It's called My Husband Took It There. And I let him do it. And it was fine. It was great for what it was. But it's been 12 years, right? Yeah, yeah sure. All right. So I had to not only kills everything that was black, because you can't just take really good white paint and no. do 700 coats. So I've had to kills a million coats. I've had to white paint a million coats. And then there's the actual coat of the gray that we're doing, the light gray that we're doing. Mm. So, and then we have a vaulted ceiling and we didn't hire anyone. So we've been like basically uh, bungee jumping up to try to paint the the top of the, the ceiling. So it's just been one of those. But yesterday we got a huge portion of it done. I'm thinking I only have <laughs> six months left. That is so crazy because we're so different. 
Mm-hmm. Like I will go out if we're going to paint, right? And let's say it's going to be a project where, cause we've done it a couple of times, mm-hmm. like the whole house and it's really brutal and vaulted. I had to rent a scaffold one time to do vaulted uh-huh. ceilings in one of my previous houses. Um, but I'm the guy who wants to get it done that weekend. Like it is the worst weekend of all time because I'm working essentially 20 hours a day painting. I'm mad. I'm saying all kinds of words. I'm yeah. sore because I work like that. You very much tackle in like the bite size project. I don't, I'm not like that. I don't like it, but my husband is. So I just, you know how you hear the Let's phrase, do one wall this weekend. pick your battles. Yeah, That's just kind of what I do. I'm excited to get the help. So I'll take it whenever I can get it. And her house <laughs> is 25,000 square feet. That's why it's taken her a year to, to paint it. 25,000 square feet. They ain't hurting over there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I just realized this morning, I don't think I had any Easter candy. Really? I had an Easter cookie, but I didn't get any of the Easter candy. Why didn't you eat some of Kai's? Man, he guards it, I'm telling you. <laughs> he guards that candy and makes sure nobody's going to get it. And, um, yeah, so we had a little bit of a um, an issue at my house over the weekend. And I'm not sure at what age the Easter bunny starts skipping your home. Mm. Um, but evidently the Easter bunny either couldn't find us because we are in a new house. Of course. Yeah. Or the dog scared the Easter bunny away. Uh-huh. Mm. So long day Saturday. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe I forgot to invite the Easter bunny over. Mm-hmm. Um, because like there was a deal where um, I had bought him some Easter stuff that I had hidden so he wouldn't find it. Mm-hmm. And when he woke up, I had forgotten to put what I found, what I purchased out. Oh. And evidently the Easter Bunny didn't come either at my house. So Kai oh. woke up on Easter morning and he's going, did the Easter Bunny not come? Welcome to grown up world. And I started going, oh, wait a minute. What happened? Where's the bunny? Uh-huh. Maybe he's running behind. Go back to bed. I mean, it's the pandemic. Everybody is, you know, maybe that's it. I use that too. I said, because of the pandemic, maybe the Easter Bunny is scared to go in people's homes. Oh, yeah. And then lo and behold, we looked outside on the front porch. There it was. The Easter basket. Well, mm. wow. What age is it where the Easter Bunny stops uh, making those appearances? Because at some point they just stop coming, right? You know, I would like to <clears> say <throat> that, you know, it'd be a younger age, but I still have three that are older that expect it. They do? Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. All right. One's 18. <laughs> throw that out there. No. And I will don't say, that, for a long time, my dad would still, like, get me little Easter surprises. Like, he would, you know, surprise me with, like, Cadbury Easter eggs mm-hmm. or something. There'd be something there. Sure, that's sweet. But I had an awesome dad, too. That's what I'd know. You don't know what I did. I got back. I went out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. I was there all day on Saturday and got back. I was like, hey, I need to go buy some Easter stuff. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm scared of the dark. And I'm in a store. Right. Yeah. Scared of the dark. Mm-hmm. And scared of people. Right. We're being totally honest. I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, gosh, here I go. How much would you think I spent on just candy and a, and a little bag? I, I'm going to say... Less than 15. No, you don't know. You think you know, but you have no idea. This is the real story of Brandon Baxter. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What do you think it is? 50. No, I didn't go that far. Okay. But I did. I was like checking it out. And I didn't, I never add stuff up as I go. 
I just that surprises think, me. I know I should do. I'll probably start. It surprises me you don't have a calculator out or you're not putting something into your iWatch about, uh, please add 189, please right. add 999. Ooh, that's a good idea. Please add. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. Huh. 30 bucks worth of nothing but junk food. Just for him. Nothing for me. 30 bucks worth of candy. So you had plenty of candy you could help him eat, right? Yeah, but he hoards it. And some of the stuff was just kind of like, because other people were doing the same thing I was, like last minute stuff. So stuff was just kind of thrown around. So you're just grabbing whatever you could Uh get. I had no idea what I was paying for stuff. (laughs) No idea. I think I'll like this. Yeah, I have no idea. And then we went out and uh, we did the Easter egg hunt, right? Because he wanted to hunt the Easter eggs, like the hard-boiled ones that we decorated. And he's 11, but he's like the size of a 19-year-old. Yeah. He's a big kid, right? He's going to be tall and stuff like that. He looked like a giant lurking across the yard <laughs> looking for Easter eggs. Who's that kid letting that college kid search <laughs> for eggs? But then he, he he gets frustrated if he can't find the last couple. So we have to do the old trick of, you're getting warmer. You're uh-huh. getting warmer. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cold. Getting colder. Yeah. We had to do that trick. Well, enjoy it. I do. As much as you can. Well, I had that conversation with a friend over the weekend. I'm like, golly, you know, when you really start to look at this, he's about to be 12. How long do kids typically live with their parents in their parents' homes? Unless you're David the Barrel Boy, you move out before you're 27. (laughs) He's not even here to defend himself. There's no defense. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There is no defending what he did. He was hoarding money. Mm -hmm. So... Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed your Easter weekend. Hopefully the Easter Bunny uh, remembered your house and was able to get in and get past the dogs and wasn't worried about the pandemic at your place. Right. Because I think I learned a lesson. I need to make sure to personally invite the Easter Bunny next year. Don't want to mess that up two years in a row. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. I will never understand people who think this is a good kind of April Fool's Day joke. Listen to this. There's a 57-year-old woman named Pamela who works for a plant for a trucking company in New Carlisle, Ohio. Well, on April 1st, she played a prank on her sister by texting her and saying there was an active shooter at the plant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's her sister funny. called 911, and within a matter of minutes, there were a ton of police swarming the plant trying to find the shooter. No. Pamela was arrested for inciting panic and disrupting public services. Her company also suspended her from her job while they investigate. You think? Right. Yeah, that's terrible. Speaking of bad pranks, what do you call a doctor that pranks its patient? <clears throat> I have no idea, Kelly. What do you call it? A psychologist. Was just for you. That is bad. Yes. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you think I'm at an age where it's silly to consider a new career? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But it's never too late, right? No, of course it's not. Even an old dog can learn new tricks. Yes. Is that right? Of course. I don't know, but I just I'll have to know your new. uh, your new job to tell you what I really think. Just have an idea of something I enjoy because like the deal is if you're doing something you enjoy, you'll never work a day in your life. Got it. Right? Like I do enjoy this. Yeah. Right? We have a great time doing this. Mm -hmm. It's everything after this. It isn't so great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can I say that out loud? Well, you did. Well, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like legit, like we love talking to y'all and hanging out with y'all and getting to 
do this. I mean, this right. is fun, but, you know, there's real work after mm-hmm. this. <laughs> so I thought over the weekend, maybe I'll take up a profession in hunting. Here we go. Because I think... What? Here we go. Kelly, I went hunting again. I, yeah. And I have Im- I have improved so much in a seven-day span. So now you're wanting to take people on tours, basically. Well, I don't know if I want to do that, but I think I could be on television. Oh, and okay. I could be doing hunting shows. <laughs> I've done television. I've done radio. Uh-huh. Why can't I just have my own hunting show? I'm sure you could. And I'm sure there's lots of uh, people around here that would follow you. In your uh, quest. Hunt. Yeah, in your hunts. Yes. You follow me hunting. Mm-hmm. I can find a way to monetize that. I'm telling you, if your kids will sit down and watch other kids open toys, why wouldn't you want to watch me hunting? That's true. So we go out to uh, Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. It was me, and I was invited to be out there with some people from Remington, who makes ammunition. <laughs> like, tell, look at look, one weekend I'm out there with Arkansas State. The next weekend I'm hanging with Remington. You're big time. Yeah, I'm a big time guy. <laughs> so uh, I realized right off the bat, I'm a little bit better this week, right? I'm like, oh, boom. A little bit more ski. confidence, right? A little bit more confident. And I kind of knew what I was doing last week. It was a complete, I had no clue. So this week, and sometimes it happens to me when I when I play basketball or when I bowl, I start off okay, and then I start to think I know what I'm doing, and I start to act like I'm going to do it right and proper, and then I start messing up again. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's the beginner's luck that is really good. But I started off pretty good, and I was all excited because I was doing some good stuff. And, of course, in front of new people, again, I didn't want to look like an idiot. Of course. So I did all right. Uh, I convinced my wife to come out and uh, my wife and son to join us for lunch at the Mallard Lodge. How'd right? that go? They came out, and it was exciting. And then uh, I was like, Kai said he wanted to go and watch us do a little hunting. We were hunting for pheasants which are birds, if you don't know. I'm not sure if you know that. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I will let everyone know, the first time you someone asked you to hunt pheasants, pheasants, you got excited because you thought they were actual chicks, like women. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go hunt chicks. I've been hunting chicks forever. Uh-huh. No, so, but then uh, we're out there, and Kai's really trying to be brave, right? Because he doesn't really understand, like, hunting as far as, like, from the viewpoint of the hunter, where it's more like, hey, you know, we have to keep things in balance in right. the earth and, you know, it's people eat. And it's hard for like me that. to understand that being my age. Yeah. So we're yeah. out there and he doesn't want to be too close. But uh, initially when the first little thing happens and it happens, uh-huh. I look over thinking, I hope he's good. And I hope he celebrates the fact that that's a good one. Uh-huh. He wasn't celebrating the oh, fact that was no. a good one. And the problem was we were um, on a pheasant hunt and he could not go back. <laughs> oh, talk, so, talk about bad. How many more hours after that? He was probably out there in the field for another hour or so. And then he was cheering every time somebody would miss. That would be me. <laughs> yes! yes! Or trying to scare them away before the, the hunter got there. Yeah. By the time we got back, though, and he was able to, he, he got much better, right? Because we went through farmland and like we did all kinds of other stuff. It wasn't just about that. And then my wife, you know, I told I told everybody she's the athlete. Yeah. Guess what happens? She probably shot one on her first try. She was we she went out there, never shot a gun, never even held a gun before. Wow. Skeet she, uh, the skeet thing where the skeet come up and uh-huh. they fly out. Four for four. Where's the video of this? I deleted it. Shh. No, you did not. I sent it to her. I'm not posting that. 
Why? Because you didn't get hit four out of four? She had the same hand-eye coordination that Ryan Applin did, who was a quarterback. It was like, bam! I'm like, there's no way. Beginner's like, bam! Takes it, bam! Bam! Four straight. And I'm like, this is dumb. Surprises me none. So dumb. And then she starts to taunt me. Here I am, the guy who's going to be having my own hunting show. Uh uh And she's out there showing me up. Maybe she should have her own hunting show. That is not oh, a good idea. Oh, he did not like that, that one, is, guys. That is not a good idea. But I do feel like I'm almost a professional now, and I'm going to be leading hunts if you want to hunt with me. I actually heard they were going to hire you as the new, um, what's it called? The it's new a, hunting expert. It's a guide, you know, yeah. but I'll, I'll do a lot of lessons. Right. I'll be teaching a lot of people of course. out there. So if you would like to join me on a hunt, I'm currently accepting bookings. I'll take you out to the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge and we'll hunt. He's been twice, but... He's accepting. Yeah, but here's the deal. You know, it's like when you feel like you really found your calling. Wow. Man, this is really... Okay. I felt better in my orange hat this time. Have you... I don't think I've posted my photos No, yet. you haven't posted anything. I posted a... I think I did a couple of stories, but I have like a ton of stuff. Let me show you... Like, here's what I look like when I'm about to go hunting. Uh, Yeah, you should post that one. Please post it. Please. The smirk on your Please face. Please post it. The smirk on your face. What? It means you look great in that picture. Nope. That means I look like an idiot, don't I? Do I look dumb? No. It, you look like a real hunter. A real one. Do I look more like me in this one? Can yes. you see me? Wait, let me see. I feel like I look like... <laughs> you look more like you because you have your hand in your pocket. But I look more confident. You do look more confident. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. I appreciate that. But I'll start leading guided hunts out there if you guys want to go with me. I'm a good hunting partner. Uh-huh. At least it's fun. Okay, stop making those faces at me. Don't taunt him, though. Yeah, and don't be better than me. you got to miss a bunch. <laughs> it is fun, though. I'll share my pictures coming up. Brandon Baxter in the morning. <clears throat> and Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, April the 5th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Katie Ball of Fair Oaks, who celebrates today. Jamie Wheeler of Stuttgart is celebrating. Ivory Thornton of Jonesboro. Brooks Freeman has a birthday today. Teresa Hayes of McCrory. We have Rita Sides celebrating a birthday today. Vicki Fortner from Stuttgart. Marika. Marika. Karyokos. No, that's not going to be it. Kyra Akos. I think that's how to say it. Kyra Akos. Marika Karyakos. Nice. Of Jonesboro celebrates today, and it's probably a trick on me, right? But it's not April Fool's. I'm going to work on that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cody Fincher celebrating a birthday. Juliet Moore. Uh, try that again. Juliet Morrow of Jonesboro. <laughs> Once I get one that's difficult, the rest there's it's a it's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. That they're gonna be right. <laughs> Landon Looper of Kenna, Missouri turns 10. Tanya Jones of Jonesboro celebrates. Cody Wilson 
of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Happy birthday, Cody. Happy birthday. Uh, let's see here. We have Kenley Fink of Tyron's at turning 10. Haley Nelson from Wynn has a birthday. April Wise of Stuttgart. And Jay Coker of Stuttgart turns 56. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Lily James is 32. That's Disney's live action Cinderella. And she was also Lady Rose Aldridge on Downton Abbey. Charlotte Flair is 35, WWE superstar. Woo! The daughter of the nature boy. Haley Atwell is 39. That's Peggy Carter in Captain America. Sterling K. Brown is 45 today. That's Randall Pearson on This Is Us. Paula Cole is 53. She's best known uh, for this right here. Happy birthday to Paula Cole, who turns 53 today. You're going to like this one, Brandon. Mike McCready is 55 today. Pearl Jam's lead guitar. I do like me some Pearl Jam. Sing that one since the nineties. Pearl Jam for you. Pearl Jam celebrating today, 55. Diamond Dallas Page is 65, WWE Hall of Famer. Bang! Self-high five. Also, he's the founder of DDPY. Hmm. It's not just yoga. It's more than yoga. Colin Powell is 84 today. And happy birthday today to Pharrell, who is 48. All right, Pharrell was in this one. the pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So like Pharrell's in a bunch of big collaborations, right? Like mm-hmm. He's in the collaboration with Robin Thicke. So Pharrell's an artist and a producer. He's involved with Daft Punk in this one. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to the sun. This makes me think of Kai, man. It's his favorite And then Pharrell's obviously known for this one, too. birthday goes out to my good friend Pharrell, who turns mm-hmm. 48 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
All right, y'all, happy Monday. We appreciate you joining us for the radio program this morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. If you haven't heard, Taylor Swift has a new album coming out this Friday. How about that? <laughs> uh, and so it's going to be all of her greatest hits, and she's revealed that two there's two upcoming collaborations on there. So... If you can remember, Taylor opened for Keith Urban in 2009. So she's been friends with him for a long time. Keith Urban is going to be on there. He's going to be on the track called That's When. And he's also going to be singing the harmonies on We Were Happy on that song. Okay, so two different songs. Right. That's big. So the latest reveal comes after she posted this video full of Easter eggs in Taylor fashion. Basically, she's teasing the titles as jumbled anagrams set to one of her songs playing backwards. So you know that she's like the queen of... Um, like hints and having people decode stuff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, people she, love it. They go nuts for yes. doing that kind of stuff. And she captioned underneath the video, the vault door is about to be as unhinged as you'll think I am after you watch this video. Level expert, happy decoding. So Keith Urban's name was also one of the clues. Um, again, Fearless, Taylor's version, it comes out this Friday, April 9th. So, so I saw Maren Morris is going to be featured on a song mm-hmm. and Colby Calais. Yeah. And again, these are all the re-recordings from her 2008 albums. We'll have to see how those uh, turn out. So there's news out today on Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. The big question, of course, it's almost like uh, for for people, like if you're young in a relationship, hey, when are y'all going to get married? That seems to be the question people always ask Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Hey, when are y'all going to get married? We know you're engaged now. When's it going to happen? Blake says he hopes it's going to happen this summer. He thinks with the way that uh, the pandemic is working out and kind of going throughout the country that they feel like maybe they'll be able to get the wedding in based on the vaccine and the pandemic and the numbers and all of that. He says he definitely wants to get the wedding in before fall because by the time you get to the fall, he's preparing to go back out for the voice and do the uh, auditions and all that different stuff. So. Will it happen? When will it happen? It does appear that Blake and Gwen will get married sometime this summer. So we've all heard the phrase that women say, I'm trying to get my body back after childbirth. I mean, I was one of them, and that was uh, 18 years ago. I still say that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Maren Morris gave birth to her son Hayes a little over a year ago, uh, but she's been sharing photos of herself working out way since before that. She shared a couple of photos of herself, and in one of them she's working out, and this is what she says, quote, I'm never saying trying to get my body back again. No one took it. I didn't lose it like a set of keys. She goes on to say the pressure we put on mothers to snap back is insurmountable and deeply troublesome. You are and always were a bad A. And yeah, I'm proud. That's neat. Yeah, so I think this is true. Of course, it's easier said than done, but all of us have to do a better job at loving ourselves and our bodies and what our bodies can do for us. Yes, and I was going through. I wanted to see this post for myself, Uh and I noticed that, yes, there is a workout photo, but the lead picture is not a workout photo. It is. It is. Oh, I didn't notice that, Brandon. It is her showing that she is comfortable in her own skin. Gotcha. Yeah. I think it's great. And there's a lot of skin. Yes. It's up on the blog this morning if you want to check it out. (laughs) The Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. And over the weekend, Carrie Underwood did her My Savior live from the Ryman concert, a virtual live concert on Easter morning, which was, uh, I mean, the visual of that, like the Ryman's iconic and it looks cool no matter who's in it. But on Easter, 
with Carrie and the hymns and the special lighting. It really was a magical look. And her her voice, her vocals are just tremendous. Uh, The cool thing about this is if you missed it on Easter morning, uh, it's still going to be up on her Facebook page if you want to go and check it out. We've also linked to that on our blog. And you can make donations to Save the Children U.S. while you're watching that. Uh, Save the Children U.S. will help uh, kids in 100 different countries, um, help them to uh, be educated and safe and healthy. So. Carrie Underwood, My Savior, live from the Ryman. I did grab a little audio from it. This is Amazing Grace, Carrie Underwood. This is what it sounded like. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You can check out the full performance, the entire concert. It's up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is April the 5th. And today in pop culture in 1967, in the town of Lexington, Kentucky, one half of Montgomery Gentry was born. This is the birthday of Troy Gentry, who passed away a number of years ago. But today, we remember. Montgomery Gentry. Today in pop culture in 1985, 5,000 radio stations around the world simultaneously played this song. We are the children. We are the Today in pop culture in 1987, a TV uh, channel that's now really famous was not real famous when it launched. The Fox Broadcasting Company made their TV debut with a couple of shows. One of those shows being the Tracy Ullman show, which featured this skit of a cartoon, The Simpsons, which ended up being its own show and it's gone mm-hmm. on to make history. Also debuting on the Fox television network was Married with Children. 1987. I still love watching this show. Sometimes my wife looks at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> like, wait. Your wife told me you kind of remind her of uh, love and marriage. Oh, Al. Thank you. Love and marriage. Thank you. Uh, today in pop culture in 1988, Tracy Chapman put out her debut album featuring this song. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Today in pop culture in 1994, a sad day for for Nirvana fans as uh, Kurt Cobain uh, lost his life at the age of 27 in 1994. 
Today in pop culture in 2005, Rob Thomas released his debut solo album featuring this song. Today in pop culture in 2008, Leona Lewis was number one in the U.S. Today in pop culture in 2008, Toto broke up. Today in pop culture in 2015, Furious 7 was in theaters, and today was the launch of the video for the song See You Again, which was the one that featured the images of Paul Walker, if you remember it, right after his passing, how emotional that was to see him and Vin Diesel connect with their eyes in the cars. It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come along. The video went on to break the record for the most views on YouTube. And today in pop culture in 2019, Brooks and Dunn put out an album called Reboot, which featured their songs rebooted years later with different country stars. You had My Maria featuring Thomas Rhett. My Maria. Don't you know I've come a long, long way Yeah, I've been longing to see her when she's around She takes cool. my blues You also had Neon Moon done by Casey Musgraves and Brooks and Dunn Which I love run down bar across the railroad track I got a table for two album is where we got this collaboration of Brooks and Dunn teaming up with Luke Combs for Brand New Man. Listen to that whole album today. All right, so today is April the 5th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. As we mentioned a second ago, the sun is shining, man. We're looking at a pretty day, and here's the great news. As we look outside and we see that, and we know that we have Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate with us, we're going to motivate you. We're going to get you moving on a Monday morning. Good morning, and welcome back, Eric. How are you, man? Good morning, everyone. Doing amazing. And like you said, it's just it's too easy this morning. Yeah, and that's the thing about spring, summer. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. It kind of does have you a little more amped up to get up and get outside. We spent so much 
of Easter Sunday roaming around the front and backyard because it was just so pretty to be outside. Oh, yeah, this weekend was amazing. I think, the, you know, everybody was out and about in their yards, this and that, you know, and it, it really feels like some normality uh, with the, you know, sort of the, the band being lifted on the mask and everybody sort of being in restaurants and coming and going and things like that. So it's like, okay, we made it. We, we've survived. We've gotten through. But you know, there's a song I've listened, I listened to a few times over the weekend, and it was like, you know, if you woke up this morning, guess what? You're a winner. You know, if you woke up, you're on the right side. Uh, you know, so that's, it's again, it's just easy this morning. There's no doubt about it. We're just outside. The weather's just, you couldn't ask for a better temperature and everything. So it's, it's game on, no doubt about it. So motivate us today as we're looking at a new week. Here we are in the month of April. And again, you talked about things we're already looking forward to is, you know, vaccines are out and the pandemic, you know, we're seeing at least the, the light at the end of the tunnel at some point. Uh, so there's reason to be optimistic, but let's make it even better. Let's motivate people to get up and make a difference today. So, you know, if you, I, I've, mentioned several books on here over the last several years and uh one of them being think and grow rich napoleon hill you know this book 100 years old and still just a a tried and true unreal hit you in the face you know book like if you could read it you read it today and did not know it was written that long ago you would swear you know this was a brand new release just came off the off the presses yeah but there's one thing in there that, you know, is, is sort of a challenge. And, you know, any to do anything, I'm talking about anything for the most part, other than maybe brush your teeth, comb your hair, um, you know, every single day, every morning and every evening, uh, you know, can be difficult, you know, it, to, to create that habit, to get that to that point. Uh, so, and one of the things that it says or encourages us to do is, you know, list your goals and go over those goals every morning, every evening. So, I, you know, it, it's it's difficult for me. I go, man, how, you know, I've got them laying beside my bed. I've got them typed up in my notes. You know, I try to refer to it anytime. Maybe I'm, I'm standing in line somewhere. I go, okay, this is a great time. I can be productive during this time. Let me read my goals. Let me put them in my, you know, just in my subconscious again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But came up with something this last week uh, and just thought, man, this I think this will be so easy. Somebody was like, we were having a conversation, and I, hey, do you mind if I record this conversation? I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I guess, if you, as long as you don't hold it against me, <laughs> you know, you, we can record it. But they simply took out their phone, had an app, hit record, and, and here we go. I thought, holy cow, that, you know, right here at our fingertips, and I so as soon as we got done with that, I walked out of that meeting and I sat down and I thought, or sit, sit in my truck and I thought, well, hey, let me, I just Googled or, or searched, uh, searched that app and pulled it up and I literally read my goals to myself. I just I hit record, pulled up my notes and sit there and went through every single thing, all the way down, saying them out loud, again, bringing them into that subconscious, just Hey, saying them as they were true, they're already happening. It's 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 there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and recorded those. And now it is so easy for me to hit play in the morning, hit play throughout the middle of the day, and hit play in the evening. And I sit there and listen to myself. I know so many people hate hearing themselves. Uh, but, yes, is that how you really sound? Right. Yes. 
That is how you really sound. <laughs> yep, it is. You know, and I don't like people. Why are you embarrassed of it? Because you've been sounding that way all of your life, you know. And just because now you hear yourself and you thought you sounded a little bit different, right. uh, but no, that's that's how you sound. Get over it. Number one. Uh, but number two, now all of a sudden it's just so easy that it's almost like a book on Audible that I can just hit play, whether I'm riding down the road or whether I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm at the gym, I've got my headphones in. If I said, hey, I want to hear my goals, all I've got to do is go to that recording and hit play. So that's one of my just simple tricks, uh, sort of a hack, sort of a a way to take a book that's 100 years old that has helped so many people uh, over the years get to where they are uh, to bring it into the 21st century for sure. So Simple, easy, and way to go. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about this morning was I've just in, enjoyed the last 10, 15 minutes of the show and you bringing in all these old songs and, hey, this happened in 85 and 87 and 89 and 91. Ann had went to uh, on a road trip this last weekend, not this weekend, weekend before, with a friend, and she said, we had the most amazing time. Do you know what we did? And I was like, no, what y'all do? She goes, we play, we would guess uh, or talk about an old song that meant something to us and play it, and they just would scream it from the rafters, basically, yeah. uh, and tell what it meant. And then the other person got to do it. And she said, we did this for two hours straight and just had such an amazing time because music just lights you up, number one. Number yeah. two, you, she said, we got to learn so much about ourselves. Like, they're great friends, been friends for a long, long time. But all of a sudden, when you start talking about those songs and those histories and, and that, uh, you know, that the time frame that they came around in and that time of your life that brings back so many memories. So I know a lot of you guys will be traveling this summer and, and just use that. You know, you've got an eight-hour road trip. You're headed wherever. Uh, I think that would be a blast, especially with your kids, to yeah. bring back some old songs and say, hey, this is, this is what was going on in my life when this song was playing. And you know, it just, it just brings it back like it was yesterday. Yeah, those songs, man. That's why we love to do that so much is because if we can create that moment for somebody where they can go back and they can step back into that time, that's magic. That connection and that feeling is really special. That emotion and that, you know, and and that memory. So uh, for some reason, these songs, they bring out an emotion. And all of a sudden, like I said, you can remember when you heard that song the first time or, you know, or what you were doing, uh, you know, singing the songs, know the verses, everything else. It's uh just like when somebody asks you, where were you, you know, on September 11th, you know exactly where you're standing, sitting. Yeah. Well, why is that? You know, it, it was because it was such an emotional time, and music does that for us as well. So, again, I just thought that was a neat, neat trick that you guys can use this summer or use from here on out. Uh, you know, whether you're, you're, you're on your way to school uh, with the kids or whether you're driving over to Memphis for dinner or whether you're taking a long road trip, that, I think that's just a cool idea. There you go. Set your goals and enjoy music, man. That's Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. With your Monday morning motivation, he is Mr. Motivation, and we appreciate you taking time to talk to us this morning, man. You guys have an amazing week. All right, you too. Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate, Monday morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. We hope your Easter was awesome. Kelly came in dressed in her Easter outfit today because... (laughs) She didn't get to show up yesterday. (laughs) What if I did? I didn't get to wear my Easter dress yesterday, so I wore it to work. You can't tell me that's not designed to be Easter. I don't know. I guess... Kelly. 
It is a Baby Yoda shirt, and the Baby Yoda shirt is yellow. Yoda is in an Easter egg. Yoda comes in one of these little carriers, like a little baby carrier. That's an Easter shirt. It does look like an Easter shirt. Take a picture of it. Okay. I want to share your Easter shirt coming up. (laughs) Happy Easter from Kelly and Yoda. (laughs) I don't know if that's good. Good buddies Um, hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Kelly said, and she told me that uh, on her Easter Sunday... That she decided to do what so many of us enjoy doing, and that is uh, she went back and was going through old family (laughs) stuff, which probably, (laughs) I mean, you know what happens when you pull up family stuff. Well, and here's the thing. We we have a split family, so my kids were at the other side uh, this this weekend, so I was a little like, I don't... The other side. Yeah, the other side with their other parents. (laughs) I say the other side. I don't know what everybody says. The, the other dark side. side. I don't know. I won't call it the dark side. No, I'm saying that other sounds... people would say that. Oh, oh. The, I didn't say you would say that. Oh, okay. Don't be getting me in trouble. Listen, other people might say they're on. Oh, they're, they've yes. gone to the dark side. Other people would say that. Not Kelly. No. Um. So what were you talking about? <laughs> Your kids. No. They weren't there. Okay. So you go and you so bust open some. Stuff. I was kind of sad this weekend because you know my kids weren't with me, even though they're they're. Uh, older teenagers and really don't do all the, you know, the Easter stuff. So what I did was, since I was already sad they weren't with me, I decided to get out old home videos of uh, of my family when I was growing up. Yeah. And uh, I went to a certain year um, <laughs> and I started watching it and I had so much fun watching it, number did one. Did you get to just pick the year? Like you knew what year you wanted? My dad, he, he kind of had them chronicled. So he, he basically went through like 82 to about... I've got till probably about 2001. He videoed everything. Off and on for, for, for a lot of stuff. Like basically what I figured out about, <laughs> about Mr. Ken was Mr. Ken was trying to build like a, some type of documentary on his own life. <laughs> he was, and I have it, basically. Yeah, that's cool. And what's cool, so what I found yesterday was I was watching it, and me and my brother were out in the backyard hunting for Easter eggs, and all of a sudden it, it went back into my house, and my dad was videotaping us inside the house, kind of like through the, the window, and so yeah. Kyle and I are playing outside, and I hear a song. Okay, and and I'm not used to hearing my parents play country music because I was raised on a lot of Christian, contemporary Christian music. We didn't listen to secular music hardly at all, except for like 50s and 60s. But there's this one song I heard, and I kept going back trying to figure out what the song was. Mm-hmm. Here's the song. If you're thinking you want a stranger, there's one coming home. I mean, yeah. So this is George Strait. So this was what was on? Yeah, so it's like 1985. This is playing, and it freaked me out yesterday because here I am now on a country music station. And my dad, my dad passed away in 2010, but I'm sitting there thinking, wait a minute. 
was I more into country back in the day than I knew it? And I just didn't, I didn't realize it. But so I'm like, was calling my mom. Like, mm-hmm. what, what did y'all listen to besides Sandy Patty and Larnell Harris and all this other, you know, stuff that we listened to, the Beach Boys? Yeah. Was there something else? And she said, yeah, your dad did like George Strait a lot. And then she. Well, who would, didn't like George Strait? I know. You have, especially some of the, the really early mm-hmm. George Strait stuff, which is iconic. By morning. That one's so good. Up from San Antonio. I mean, I've always loved this one. And he said, let me tell you a secret about a father's love. A secret that my daddy said was just between us. All my I mean, exes live in Texas. And you didn't know your dad liked George Strait music? No. No, I don't know the name of the What else did you know? My mom told me, and again, she, you know, I haven't known to her to like a lot of artists, but she told me that she used to like Glenn Campbell. Yeah. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Because her parents did. It's wild how much the music our parents listen to influences us. Yeah. Like when I think about, let's go for my mom for mm-hmm. a second, right? Like when I think about my mom, I think about her 1980 Ford Mustang. And I think about the fact that she had um, what at the time was an eight-track tape of the Urban Cowboy soundtrack. Anything else from your mom and dad? She said stuff about the Grand Ole Opry. She also said, well, there was this one group that I remember um, called uh, Restless Heart. And I went, Mom, I love them. Yeah, Restless and that, Heart. And that's odd because you didn't realize why you love them so much. Right. And there's this one song that I would always hear and I didn't realize why I already knew all the words and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was because of them. I think about my, my mom and my grandmother, and I think about how much they loved Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> I wake up to a sunny day because I love the rainy nights. Yeah, I love the rainy night. Well, I love the rainy night. Well, I love so, I mean, it brings back those memories. Just like talking to Eric Burch, it brings back all those great memories. I know it. What about Kenny Rogers? Hello, Nana. She loved Kenny Rogers. And I think the reason I love Alabama to this day is because of my mom and my grandma. All right, so let's put it up on social media. What songs make you think about your parents or grandparents? So me <laughs> and love me. Maybe that's not the best one as I go into that. Baby, love me <laughs> I've only 
What songs make you think about your mom, your dad, your grandparents? We want to know this morning. Let's share. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's going up here in just a moment. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you know when the Beatles were making Abbey Road, they originally planned on calling it Everest. But they didn't want to fly over Mount Everest to take a cover photo. It was just easier to walk outside and take a photo on Abbey Road. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's become iconic. I know. And people go crazy about that. I know. And want to reenact it. I know. And it could have been Everest? Right. <laughs> Doesn't work the same, does it? Did you know a study of 20 million married couples found no astrological signs are more likely to wind up with any other astrological signs? Huh. That's interesting. And did you know almost all mammals, including humans, pee for the same amount of time, an average of 21 seconds? Different species all have different sized bladders, but compensate for it with their flow. You are absolutely dumbfounded. I'm just trying to think like, is it? His mouth was open, just staring, really, really thinking about it. I'm just trying to think, He's is it really 20 thinking. seconds? I have to pee. I'm going to time it time and I'll it. let you know. Okay. Really I'll take my phone. I'll let you know. Perfect. And Thank if you. you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I just realized how late we are. My apologies to everybody else who carries the show today. <laughs> We're just going to play a little bit, okay? Yeah. All right. So our question today was all about like the song or the artist that brings back these memories of your parents or your grandparents. Kelly was talking about uh, hearing uh, this video, home video of George Strait singing, and she didn't realize her parents loved country music when she was young. And now she's gone back and like talked to her mom and realized that, you know, she was raised hearing some country Mm -hmm. music. Uh, Me the same way. So we asked you on social media, and we'll do this throughout the day and maybe even come back to this a little bit tomorrow because I think there's going to be a lot of people who respond. Uh, Let's go through uh, like Amanda, right? Amanda Donovan. Uh, we were asking uh, what song or artist makes her think about her parents or grandparents. And she responded instantly with Johnny Cash. Yeah, I'm going to Jackson. Look out, Jackson Town. I think a lot of people who were raised around here will think that. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, down, down. And the flames went higher. Eddie, and, and I love burned, this, uh, and this isn't country, but Eddie says, Mom used to cling to the song Careless Whisper by George <laughs> Michael. That's it awesome. never failed. When we heard that record playing, we knew it was time <laughs> to clean. So, Eddie, get ready to clean. Carmen says her mom loved the monkeys. Hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. How about the monkeys? Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to a daydream believer? She also says that uh, her dad was a big fan of George Jones. It's Friday, Friday, I'm free again. I got my motor rolling for a Again, this is Amanda. More George Jones. Well, I don't need your 
chair. I don't need your rocking chair. Your chair at all or your Medicare. So that's good. She mentions Tammy Winans. Kelly's favorite song. Tammy Wynette, never mind. I'll move just for a second. Amber Bryant says, what? What is it? What is it? Uh, Amber Bryant says that Gary Allen reminds her of her grandmother. Uh, she says that her grandmother loved Gary Allen music, especially, specifically, the song Smoke Rings in the Dark. I've tried to make you love me. You've tried to find a spark. Oh, the flame that burned but somehow turned to smoke rings in the dark. All right. Penny Wilson is saying that uh, the the artist, I guess, that brings back the memories of parents or grandparents is the Judds. Patiently. Why not me? How about this? Like these two. That's a good one. This is a good one. Lovers really fall in love to stay. Stand beside each other. Come what may. How about have mercy? Have mercy on me. On me. You treat me so bad. I'm in misery. So much good stuff from the judge. Mama, he's crazy. Love is love is alive and at the breakfast table. Love is alive and at our breakfast table every day of the week. Love is alive and it grows every day, not even in our sleep. Love is alive and it's made a happy woman out of me. Oh, love is alive and he. A bunch of responses as uh, we're doing this on the radio as well. So you can weigh in the song or the artist that brings back memories of your parents or grandparents. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Thanks for starting your morning with us. We appreciate you hanging out with us. My name's Brandon. I'm Kelly professional hunter in the making as i described earlier today so you know i'm pretty good at it yeah you can go back and hear the full story of my experience where i'm uh, i believe i'm on the path to become a professional hunter a professional hunter even yeah you I'll said be, you were going to be giving like tours and stuff i'll be, giving, I'll be guiding tours and stuff like that at wow the stan jones mallard lodge if you guys want to come and book an appointment to come and hunt with me mm. i'm a big I am having fun doing it. Not real good at it yet. I'll be better. That's on the podcast today. Plus, Kelly uh, relives the story of her dad and and going in and finding this old uh, VHS tape of her dad. He was listening to country music, and it made us think about the songs that our parents and grandparents listened to that kind of inspired us. And we asked you on social media, what music makes you think about your parents or grandparents? And Audrey comes in and says, uh, when she thinks about her mom, one of the artists that she thinks about is one of my favorites. Is there a Reba. So much she hasn't done. Is there 
little bit of Reba for you this morning. That's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. And good stuff right there. Don't let me down. She said, Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let what else me we have? Susan Powell says the song that reminds her of her parents is Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Oh, yeah. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. But you're weary and you rest. Don't you cry no more. It's good stuff right there, man. The songs that make you think about your parents or your grandparents. Angie Riley and Eddie Correa say Queen. My uh, she, mine was a huge Queen fan, and he still is. All right. That's good stuff right there, too. Jamie and Keith say for my mom, it was Randy Travis. Oh, baby, I'm For their dad, it was Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, Man, we could do some Brooks and Dunn too. Where you look, where you lack, where you love with all you have, there ain't nothing about you that don't do something for me. I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. What songs make you think about your parents or your grandparents? That's our question today. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So can you believe this? There are people out there who are completely unconnected to the internet. Like I'm not talking about they're disconnected because they didn't pay their bill. I'm talking about they've never been connected. So even if they don't have social media, so like they don't have Facebook, they don't have Twitter, nothing. They don't use it. No internet. Banking. 7% of people do not have internet at all. And when you think about that, okay, so it's, it's not exactly one out of 10, you know, and it's, but still that's, that's more people than I would have thought because I get it. Maybe you don't want to stream and you don't need high speed mm-hmm. for Netflix or Hulu, Disney plus any of that stuff. 100% get it. Maybe you don't care, but just the idea that you can't be in touch over Facebook, because so many people are, or email or banking or any of that stuff. Like, that's wild to me. 7% of Americans are still unconnected. At the same point, we could say, I mean, (laughs) the truth here, 93% are connected. Ooh, yeah. So basically, most people don't have the excuse. Mm -hmm. But if somebody says, hey, yeah, you could, but I don't have the internet at home. For some people, that's true. Do you know anybody who doesn't have the internet? I'm trying to think. I know a couple of people that don't, um, but it's like random, weird explanations on why. Like locations. Yeah. Like they, they live in a spot where they can't get right. it. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of places now that internet is traveling to that they couldn't get before. That's true. 
So they say that if you look at the people and you break down who are the people who typically uh, don't or might not have the internet, they say a lot of those people might be over the age of 65. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might uh, live in a more rural area as well. So just interesting. There are people out there who do not have the internet. So I think I'm going to start playing a game no. where I go through the store and I start picking the people I think <laughs> might not have it. I think that would be a really fun game. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, so if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we go back and reminisce from Kelly's childhood about some songs and some music that she didn't even realize her parents enjoyed, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe it explains her love of country music. Yep. And we share some of your favorite uh, songs to make you think about your parents and grandparents as well. Uh, I detail my hunting experience and why I believe I'm about to be a professional hunter at the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. I'm pretty good. Well, I don't know. I'm getting better at Uh least. So I have some photos to post. I'm so behind on everything today. Plus, uh, we we actually had an issue at my house where it looks like that dadgum Easter bunny... Forgot our house. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, it must be the pandemic. So uh, I'll explain what happened with that. All on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? There's a big game on tonight. The NCAA championship game, Gonzaga and Baylor. Oh, Who yeah. you got? Uh, God, a lot of people are saying Gonzaga again, right? All right. But Baylor, Texas, there's a Texas tie. I'm a Texas guy. I mean, we'll see what happens. All right. American Idol is on tonight. All-star duets and solos. The Voice, part two of the battle rounds and running wild with Bear Grylls is on tonight. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.